The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Raising teens alone can be brutal. It becomes easier when you are co-parenting with the universe. Welcome to Co-Parenting with the Universe. This is Muriel Felous, and if you're new to the podcast, welcome, welcome. Here you will learn some tools to help you meet your challenges and change and doing it with the assistance and the guidance of the universe. Um, and for that, we have to learn to self-regulate on an emotional level, to um, watch our thoughts, to think in a certain way so that we go toward the lesson and don't get stuck in the challenge. And I know it's very, very difficult sometimes when our teens are going through tough stuff. Like I have a lot of moms who have depressed teenagers. I have conversations uh, um, lately. I, I spoke with a mom who herself as a teen tried to kill herself and her brother actually succeeded so it's difficult and um, in my family we had a suicidal attempt that thank god didn't uh, didn't end up in a success but I know how hard it can be for us as mom for you when you are in the midst of something like that or any kind of problem that is really holding your mind hostage with, uh, with your teen. And my goal is to help you take a little bit of distance from that problem, rise above to a different vibration so that you can see and identify some solutions and even enlist the help, like I said, of the universe, the energetical attraction being matched with the next step of your solution because we don't see the whole path but we definitely can see the next step and I am uh, a proof of that all the moms that I coach are a proof of that we are guided we are shown the next step and our role is to be vibrating high enough and emoting at a neutral point, point at least, if we can't be in positive, because sometimes it's not possible, so that we can identify and recognize that next step. So that's where I come to help you with tools and frankly holding you in my heart because I know how hard it is. And maybe holding you by the hand if you want my help. Anyway, that's f for all the people who are new to me uh, and frankly for the ones who are following me from my prior podcast to this one I I just want to say thank you to you today I'm guided to say thank you because without an audience there is no podcaster and especially if you have followed me from my previous podcast so I'm sending you love from my heart through the waves to you directly and you can hear my cat doing its nails on my sofa, which I don't like that much. And they know that. Anyway, so before we go into 
what happened in the past month and the reason why I was not present in this podcast. I, I want to let you know today we're going to talk about shame. Because lately I have a lot of mom clients who come to me with their teen struggling so much with whether it is depression, uh, being not integrated in their in social life, uh, feeling like an outcast, um, uh, skipping school, smoking weed, uh, or even behaving in ways that are somehow not quote-unquote acceptable in society and they have so much shame about it they carry so much shame and guilt I want to talk about that I want to talk about that shame and give you some questions to help you become your own detective and to investigate the source of that shame because when you think about it Although we love our kids very much, it's not us behaving in that way. It's not us experiencing that. So why should we make ourselves not okay because of what they're going through? Um, that's, that's what I want to investigate today. And when we start investigating like that, it gives us some foundation to uh, understand the challenge and to change the challenge, to shift it, to understand the lesson. So that's what I wanted to do today. Now let's go back to what happened uh, in July. So I went to see my daughters in the US. I'm sure I told, I talked about it on this podcast and I planned on, so they had some, of days, but they were also working. So I said, that's perfect. That way, when they will be working, I will work on my podcast and my business, etc. Little did I know that I would be unable to speak. I coughed so much and I was struggling with that a little bit before I went. I don't know if you remember. I I would cough in the middle of the night to a point where it would wake me up. I would cough every time I, I tried to speak. I would cough everywhere I went to a point where I kept telling people, don't worry, this is not COVID. I just, I just have allergies or whatever it is. I'm not sure what it is. And now it's still a little bit there, now that I came back home, but it's not to the point where it was at all. So it was so preventing me from living life normally that I scheduled a session. I was interviewed and I will put the, if you're on my newsletter, you'll get the link to that interview. I was interviewed in a podcast about um, reincarnation and, and life uh, past lives, because that's a topic that I'm passionate about. I had some regressions where I learned some useful lessons for myself. I scheduled with that lady to have a past life regression. We were trying to think about her way to contribute to my podcast, and she had an idea. She said, would you, would you like to do a past life regression? Because my thing in everything I do is how can I use it to make this moment, this life better? So I 
accepted. And I told her we would work on that, my throat chakra, my coughing. Where does that come from? What's the lesson behind it? Does it have a relationship with a past life? So that's going to be an upcoming episode for you. Just wanted to let you know that's going to be quite unusual for me to do that, but I, I hope it's going to be fun and um, I'll put myself in a vulnerable place, so we'll see what will come out of it. The other thing I wanted to say is I'm back and I just uh, put together today the seventh video of the five minute tapping a day for the seven chakra, so you'll be able to uh, receive that daily video soon. It's on my website if you want to be added to the list of people to receive that seven-day challenge and feel the effect of five-minute tapping per day because I do that in my life. I tap every day and it's extremely powerful. And I think that's it. So I spent the time with my daughters. Of course, the saying goodbye was one of the most difficult things I've ever done. And uh, it's really, it, it taught me a lesson though, because when you know you're going to see your, your kids, although they're not kids anymore, they're adults, your children, or a family member, or someone you deeply love, and you know there is an expiration date to the, the voyage, the, the, the journey, a few days before your body starts to get ready for the sadness, for the difficult moment. And I was waking up at night with this ball in my stomach, in my heart, and this sadness. And it forced me to not let myself go in my mind to those places, to the, oh my God, we're going to leave soon, and when will I see them again? Although they're supposed to come in December, but it's now I was projecting at some point my lifetime of not being able to see my kids and my grandkids and on and on my mind was going in that deep spiraling into negative places that didn't help. So it forced me to cut the thoughts and I had to live for at least a week in the present moment without thinking. It is so refreshing. I didn't let myself think practically, and I was only focused on what was going on now. So that's something I cultivate, and I invite you and all my clients to cultivate, but this was really like uh, being present on steroids because it was more painful to lose myself in my thoughts to escape the present than to be in the present. So my brain was on board with staying now. And let me tell you, it's extremely powerful. You really bring yourself to living the moment fully. That was the positive side of having to leave them. I wanted to share that with you. Uh, in a, in a later, later episode, I also will share who I sat next to in the airplane and how it was a total synchronicity. I loved it. Okay, that's it. Let's take a deep breath. <sighs> and I'm recently learning a program about energy. And they always, the, the guy, uh, I think his name is Joe Allen, is always telling us, give yourself a deep breath. And I love that because it's really a gift to ourselves, for our body to take a deep breath. And let's go back to your 
problem with your teen or what your teen is going through or who they are in that moment that is great shame for you. I have a tapping session that is a complement to this episode uh, on YouTube and I put the link, I will put the link in the description so you can tap on it. But before you do that, I want today to give you some foundation to start working with that shame. And it starts, as always, with acknowledging what is. Where do you feel that shame? What's going on? What's going on in your teen's life that is creating that? Give a title to that story, to that situation, to that problem. And I will switch it from calling it a problem to calling it that growth journey that you can choose to embark on because it can stay a problem it can stay something completely negative holding you hostage or it can become a journey to you are curious enough to see where it will bring you even though it may not be always pleasant but at least you're growing so it's a growth opportunity what is going on? So give it a title. What are you feeling? And maybe you're not sure that it's shame, but it's some kind of embarrassment in your body. Where do you feel it? And if you close your eyes and think about all that, which I encourage you to do, where is it in your body? If you were giving it a color, what would it be? First thing that comes to your mind. If you were giving it a shape, what would it be? First thing that comes to your mind. And take note of that, because you can use that with the tapping session to alleviate that feeling, that emotion, that shame. And I would like to share some questions now to help you find the lesson and find the opportunity, the exit door, the invitation in there. So we said, what is going on? And based on what they're going through, what do you think? And I would journal about it. Maybe it's going to come to you right now in this moment and you won't have to journal too much. But if you want to really investigate, what does it mean about you as a mother? Let's say that your kid is depressed. What does it mean about you as a mother? Why is there shame? Why, what do you think your participation in that solution was? Uh, that solution, sorry, that's the challenge. The solution will come later. What did you go wrong that led them there? And I know it's them, but if you're experiencing shame, there is under the surface something that you think is not okay with you that led them there. And it can be as, as illogical as I was a yelling mother, so because of that, they are depressed. I was a mother who worked too much, so they are depressed. That's not really the, the reason why they would be depressed. There is also something in them, because not every kid who has a, a mom that worked so much ended up in depression. But somehow, you feel that in, at some level, you contributed. And if you find something, I invite you to investigate, is it really true? Did you create that? Were you a part of it? And like I mentioned, the way to get out of this belief is find examples where the mother was doing exactly what you think you did to contribute and where the kid did not end up 
where your teen is. Second question, what does it mean for them? For example, I mentioned that in this podcast, but at some point I had a psychologist telling me that my son had an underlying depression and that he will, he will be unable to be fully happy for the rest of his life. Of course, that was the last session we had with that person because I don't believe that, especially because I work with the brain and I work with people and I work with myself. And I, it's to me, it was BS. But maybe there, there is something in, in your situation where you think, oh, if they're like that, then that will impact their life negatively. How? For example, if they don't have friends, maybe you think they will never be able to have friends. Maybe they will always have a low self-esteem. What does it mean for them? Same thing, investigate. Is it fully true? And if that's true, what can you do to help? What can you teach them? How can you encourage them to go on a growth journey instead of staying in the pit? And sometimes it's just a word. It's just telling them that it's temporary. And even if they don't fully believe you in the moment, I remember when I was 13, I had my first boyfriend dumping me and I was so sad. And my mom came to me and she said, I know you're not going to believe me because now you think that it's the end of the world, but I promise you, I promise to you, it's not going to stay like that all the time. And even though I didn't fully know what she was talking, that was some kind of rope where I could pull, like take myself out. It helped me in a way because I knew she went through that when she was young and she knew something about it. And I hang on to that belief. What can you say or do or maybe focus on with them that will help them on their journey. And if they are in depression, maybe you can take a few hours a day where you forget they are in depression and you talk to them normally because sometimes problems, challenges are so big that we have a hard time escaping them and our entire relationship becomes that challenge. And that's too much. So how can you change that? Now, that's if it is true if what you believe for them is true. Or what does it mean for them? That they will be always like that, that they won't succeed at school, that uh, if they smoke weed, they're going to be an addict. Is it false? Is it a belief that was imposed to you by society? And in the case that it is false, false I would like you to create an affirmation to shift that belief. So, for example, it could be they are now depressed, but that's not who they are. But they are so much more powerful than that. That can be that depression is the springboard for an immense growth, and they're on their way to discover it. And it can be that my teen's depression is a springboard for me, and I'm on my way to learning the lesson and graduating it. Or you can do a gratitude affirmation. I am so grateful and happy that this situation with my kid, my kid's depression, has the lesson in it and I'm learning it. I am so happy and grateful for the lesson in that situation. Even if you don't know yet what the growth is, what the lesson is. 
And I would encourage you with always keep in mind that question. What, if there was a lesson in that, what would it be? And just journal and dump on paper everything that comes to mind. And to conclude this episode, I want to remind you, they are learning. Things are temporary. And stay uplifted because you only can pull them up from an up position. If you sink with them, you're both drowning. I tell, I'm telling you that from experience with all the difficult stuff I passed, with all the challenges we had at home. You can only bring them up if you're up yourself. And there is no shame. There is nothing wrong with you wanting to be happy a few hours a day, even though there is that challenge. And in fact, in the membership, there is a tapping video for that. Being happy despite the problems with your teen or your family member. So if that's appealing to you, come join the membership with us. We're going to have um, two live events this month since I couldn't do it last month. And one of them is going to be on shame and going at the source of it, the deep source back in your past. So I invite you, I invite you, sorry for English, I invite you to be part of that too. And you can find everything about the membership on my website, coparentingwiththeuniverse.com. Meanwhile, I'll ho I hope I'll see you on YouTube with the tapping session that is com the complement of this episode. I'll see you next week with an interview. And meanwhile, go and stay curious about your journey, about the lessons, and about how you can co-parent with the universe. Much love to you. If you like this podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes and share it with other moms out there. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.